everybody feeling? Now, come on, you can do better than that. How is everybody feeling? Hey, welcome to The Rundown. I am your host, BJ Evans. I am here with my co-host, Elizabeth Krasunas. Hello. Producer, Mark Pagan. Hola. Hello. We have special guests in the studio today, Vanity G. Buenos dias. Hello, Vanity. (laughs) What were we just listening to real quick, Elizabeth? That was a song by Blitz the Ambassador, who is going to be one of the three artists playing at Brick Open, which is our... Fest, mini festival coming up starting on Thursday, running until Sunday. Um, and he is a Brooklyn based hip hop artist. Um, but his music's really fun. He grew up in Ghana and then came to the US for school. But a lot of his music kind of draws on, you know, his experiences growing up there. But he'll be closing out the show and it should be a very fun Friday, Friday night. Fabulous. And so that is this Friday, April 27th. Yes. Okay. And Elizabeth, I'm glad you brought up the Brick Open Festival because that is indeed what we are here to talk about today. If you are a regular listener, you know we have brought up the Brick Open many times in our podcast when we talk about coming up at Brick, coming up this spring, and it has finally arrived. And we have Vanity G again in the studio as our special guest to talk about the Brick Open. Vanity, you are deeply connected to this festival (laughs) as you chuckle and... (laughs) <laughs> have a perhaps a ball of stress on your face. I'm not sure if it's just yeah. There's a lot going on. It's a huge <laughs> festival. It's really big. It's a big. It's this Thursday through Sunday, April 26th through the 29th. 29th. <laughs> Thank you so much for helping me with math. And <laughs> I get a lot of questions from folks of what is the Open Festival. Yes, so we are in our second year of producing the Brick Open Festival, which is, generally speaking, an arts and ideas festival. So it's really um, supposed to bring together all of the things that make Brick Arts Media special. So our, you know, community media department, our performing arts, our contemporary arts program, um, our community partnerships, just all the things that we do that make us brick and distinguish us from some of our other fabulous cultural neighbors. Um, We're trying to encapsulate all of that in these four days. So is it a bit of a, now I might be putting words in your mouth, but a snapshot of what we do all year long into a weekend of different media and disciplines coming together? I would say in a way, yes, for sure. I I think by far we do a lot more than we're able to present, but it's definitely like a sneak peek of all of the things that we do throughout the different seasons. Okay. So I, I feel like I'm understanding why it exists and what it is, but is there a deeper level of what you are attempting to do with this particular festival this year? Is there a theme? Is there something special that is being discussed? Yeah, so I don't remember last year's theme. I wasn't working here yet. Um, (laughs) We're so glad you're here. Thank you. But uh, this year's theme is about borders. And we've just in the country in general, around the world, um, we've been seeing a lot of uh, conversations about migration and immigration and refugees and what it means to be home or to find a new home or to be welcomed somewhere and and also borders in more of a ideological or, or theoretical lens, you know, borders of of our bodies, of our mind, of our spirits. Um, 
and how we either can cross those boundaries or we're afraid to or we hold to them very firmly. And so the this festival is really trying to explore a lot of that, uh, a lot of those tensions, um, a lot of... And, to celebrate, I think, really a lot of the people who find ways to smash barriers and to um, bring people and ideas together in ways that make all of us better human beings. So, Thank you. I'm really interested in what you said about the borders of our body and our mind mm -hmm. and our spirit, these more ideological borders. Mm -hmm. Is there something in particular happening this weekend, an event or a person or something that speaks directly to that idea? Yeah, there are a couple of things I can think of. Um, the first is our opening night conversation, which is tomorrow, Thursday. April 26th. What time? 7 p.m. in you. the ballroom here at Brick House. Um, we are having two wonderful artist activists talk. Um, Paula Mendoza, who was the former artistic director of the Women's March. She is also a writer and a filmmaker. Um, she's a public speaker and a general wonderful human being, as is the second speaker, Darnell Elmore, who is an activist for LGBT. TQ community, Black Lives Matter. Um, he's also a staunch feminist and um, a writer and a journalist himself. And so they'll be in conversation with each other talking about intersectionality of both of their movements. So really figuring out like if you're talking about the Women's March, how does um, how do people of color feel as part of the women's march movement and femininity in the United States. And if you're talking about the black lives matter, how do LGBTQ people feel in that conversation? And, um, and much, much more than that, but those are just some of the, the things that they'll be discussing and how they've had to personally tackle those intersections. Um, and really their own personal, um, identities that intersect. And so, you know, being a, black gay man as a feminist and being a woman of color in uh, a movement that's primarily led and seen, if you're looking from the outside, it looks like mostly white women. And so just tackling all of these different conversations and topics and just figuring out how we reconcile them. And that's exciting. So this conversation, it sounds like the two of them obviously have a ton to talk about. Is mm -hmm. that conversation being curated by them? Is there a moderator? Will they just be talking to each other? They'll just be talking to each That's other. Terrific. Yeah, we uh, did some preparation in advance, had some phone calls, sent some notes back and forth about um, some topics that they'll want to touch on and um, did preliminary discussions which with each of them and they'll also have some presentations to bounce off of that the audience will also get to see and um, you know, we, we've talked about how they'll do it. So it'll, it'll be great. We've done it once before, twice before, actually, with different top, different talks. And it's worked out pretty nicely. I have no doubt. I'm just epically yeah, curious of how yeah. does one organize a, an event that is a conversation. And it yeah. sounds like you've done a lot of preparation. And you have two really smart, interesting people who I think could probably have a ton of interesting things to talk about. Right. It is. I mean, it is kind of difficult when you don't have a moderator because usually the job of the moderator is to kind of do all of the preparation and research and then um, present questions and topics to the speakers. But now we're asking each of them to be a moderator in their own right. And so um, I, I think they're both 
feeling prepared to do that. And um, it'll it'll be a good time. I'm excited. They're both dynamic, so it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty lit. <laughs> will that conversation be available after the fact for folks who missed it? It will be. Um, as far as I know, for most of our talks, we're recording everything, and so it should be. I don't know when it'll be available, but it should be available sometime in the foreseeable future. Okay. Like that diplomatic answer? I, I do like that. <laughs> it's like Elizabeth a couple weeks ago, or no, it was Leah a couple weeks ago, who was like, we're going to announce the Celebrate Brooklyn Festival sometime in May, but I don't know when. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, okay. Um, uh, also, I'd be remiss if I did not um, let you all know that we are kicking off the talk and the entire festival with a wonderful slam poet named Vanessa Marco, who is part of the Brooklyn Poetry Slam community. She's part of Mahogany and Jive's community, and we're really excited to have her kick off the evening for us. Oh, fun. So she'll be performing before mm-hmm. the talk? Yes, she oh, will. Terrific. Okay, wonderful. And what else is happening th- over this weekend? I realize there's so much, and we don't yeah, have time to talk about sure. all of it. But it sounds like you're really excited about this conversation. I am, too. Is there something else this weekend that you, Vanity, are really excited about? There's so many things. Um, okay, so there's a couple. I really like talks. I'm kind of like a nerdy person. I'm like, ooh, I love to hear people like wax poetic about X, Y, and Z. I'm not and- at all surprised to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Considering the conversations we've had about starting a periodicals club. It's a great idea. We're we should gonna do it. Do it. We're it's, gonna do it's it. It's gonna happen in the foreseeable future. <laughs> Maybe after the open festival. Ap- definitely after the open <laughs> festival. So there's a couple things. One is our closing conversation with Jess Tom, who is another person talking about borders. Um, she is a kind of like disability rights activist and really challenges the world and the audience that she interacts with to think about how instead um, people who are differently abled have to accommodate to how the world exists um, to get around, to move, to live, that the world should accommodate to them. Um, And so she's doing a talk called Biscuits Without Borders and Biscuits um, for Those of you who don't know, it's one of her tics. So she has Tourette's and she's also um, wheelchair bound. And, um, you know, just she'll say tick or she'll say biscuit. And, you know, she has other words that she says, but biscuit is one of like her primary words. So she incorporates that into like the titles and themes of a lot of her work that she tours. She's a theater artist and um, really wonderful dynamic. And so she's doing a a, a talk on Sunday um, called Biscuits Without Borders about these themes. So I'm really excited about that. And that's followed by a shared meal, a Sunday supper. Uh, around like uh, three o'clock, I think, on Sunday. Uh, so just, just Tom is, is at three. Just Tom. Her talk is at one o'clock. Okay. And then um, we're having the shared meal right after that. So around after two o'clock, sometime. Okay. Um, the other thing I'm really excited about is Saturday night. There is a dance party curated and led by Raga NYC, and it is like this beautiful LGBTQ party, and we're gonna be dancing and sweaty and having beverages of the adult and non-adult variety (laughs) for those of you (laughs) underage Um, and we're going to have four DJs and a performance by um, a woman named Viva and she'll be singing and so it's just going to be this beautiful celebration of like all of our bodies and personalities and hopefully lots of sweat because that's the only way to have a really good dance party you must go to really good dance parties (laughs) I do well I try to make them good if they're not if I go I'm like you know get out of my way because we're about to dance fit. So <laughs> we need to be sweating. Absolutely. So what time is the dance party on the Saturday? The dance party starts at 8 o'clock on Saturday, also in the ballroom okay. at Brick House. 
Great. So we've got Just Tom at 1 p.m. on Sunday, the mm-hmm. 29th, followed by a community supper, or I'm sorry, what'd you call it? Yeah, a, it's just like a shared supper. A shared supper. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is there a theme for the supper? Is there a topic of conversation that is meant to be instigated, or are we merely eating together? I think we're just eating together, okay. and I imagine that we'll continue a lot of the conversation that Jess brought up I'm in sure. her talk at 1 o'clock. Great. And then the dance party is on Saturday, the 28th. Saturday, yeah, Saturday night. And before that, we have a host of things that um, that are happening during the day, a family art activity in the morning. We're doing a bunch of um, short film screenings as well as a documentary, uh, feature documentary screening. Um, we have another talk with uh, artist Erica Harsh, who's doing an installation here as part of the Open Festival in the Artist Studio. And it's about uh, DACA and the DREAM Act and really looking at um, some of the kind of like immigration camps that like, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Detainment camps Mm -hmm. that uh, a lot of immigrants have to sleep in. And so she's really just trying to get people to understand um, the consequences and the lives that folks live when they are kind of like trapped between these worlds. And so we're doing a talk with Erica Harsh, um, uh, attorney Cesar Vargas, who is one of New York's first openly undocumented Um, practicing lawyers and also make the road um, employee and activist and awesome person Yatsiri Tovar who will also be here um, in conversation so it's going to be really really wonderful what time is that talk that is at two o'clock on Saturday Saturday okay Mm -hmm. terrific and is there anything in this festival again we've talked about so much and a lot going on but Mm -hmm. is there something in particular that you feel is really really unique really different for brick really a a thing that someone might not find anywhere else Hmm. or that is a new thing that brick has done or uh what is the question and and it may be the answer may be everything because everything that you have said does sound very uniquely brick i'm just wondering if there's you're thinking you yes. got it. So one of the, the things I think is very cool about Brick is we produce incredible high quality media here. And I think it's rare for an organization who also does performing arts and, you know, like contemporary visual art, in addition to like artist residencies and things like that, to have media that we produce in-house and can show in-house in like a state-of-the-art venue. And so for our border short screenings, several of them were produced by our Brick TV team and our uh, Brooklyn Free Speech team. And that's really cool to see is that these folks who might be first or second time um, filmmakers get to show their films alongside people who might do this for a living. And I think that's really cool. And so it's something I'm pretty proud of here. And I imagine that it may not seem special to people coming in from the outside to just like, oh, these are just, you know, short films. But they are pretty special because they're made right here with our awesome staff, um, with folks from the community. And that's that's something to brag about. No humble brag, real brag. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Vanity. Mm -hmm. So I have uh, one final question for you. The theme of this is borders. It's Uh the brick open borders. And there are a lot of ways to define borders, as you said earlier. Uh What does that word mean to you? Do you have any special connection to that idea of borders? Hmm. (laughs) I have like serious ones and then very silly ones. And take your pick. Yeah. So I think so I'm from the Midwest and I'm particularly from Southern Illinois. It's a town called Belleville. 
and which also uh, what's the areas next to where East St. Louis, which people know about, but not for the things they should, and um, St. Louis, Missouri. And it's really interesting when I think about how, and you can see this here in Brooklyn too, but being in a place like East St. Louis, which was like kind of like Gary, Indiana, or Buffalo, New York, or, you know, like Pittsburgh, it's like these small-ish that used to be large towns that kind of served as like the working area where the workers would go and stay and all also sort of a bit of dumping grounds in some sense that like once the industry left, um, these areas saw a huge uh, lack of investment from people and businesses and government. And so when I think about borders, I often think about home and how, you know, two minutes away could be a mansion and then you drive two minutes down, you know, Main Street or whatever, and it's just complete, like, desolation because folks decided that the people and the families and the culture that existed here didn't matter anymore. Um, And so I think about that a lot. I think about home and the people who are still there and really struggling to make, you know, the the downtown St. Louis area, East St. Louis, Belleville, Centerville, Washington Park, these areas – you know, thrive and people are really trying. It's just, it's just hard. It's hard without resources. So that's what I think about with borders. Yeah. Thank you for that vanity. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being on Elizabeth. Do you have any burning questions for vanity about the open festival borders? What's coming up? What she's excited about? Is anything burning for you? Well, it's just, you know, hearing you talk more about it, it's so impressive. And I know you worked with another awesome employee, Emily Harney on this festival. Um, how did you go about tackling the planning process for this and all the research that must have gone involved with finding the different guests to have? How was that process for you? Yeah, so uh, it's it's really hard because, as I was saying earlier, you're trying to figure out how to best represent brick in four days. You're also trying to program activities and people that will appeal to a wide range of folks And Brooklyn is huge. Brooklyn is super diverse. And so really trying to do that is hard. And so you're trying to do all of that and create this cohesive festival. So there's like all these different layers of, you know, well, this person is good, but they might be a good moderator. But I don't know if they'll really connect with the guests that we already have, even though they're a great moderator. So let's scratch that person and think about someone new. Oh, this person might have a book coming out, but it's kind of niche. And so we don't know if that'll really appeal to a wide range of folks. Maybe if we do XXNX next year, they'd be a great person to bring on. So you're kind of balancing all these different things like, oh, well, if we're having all these different screenings on this day, we should have something later in the evening that's a little bit more active. And so it's just all these different about. And so then you, once you have like the, like the framework, then you have to start thinking about like really the people. It's like, well, who haven't we collaborated with for, with before, who does really good work and also has like community around them. And so what we really try to do with everything here at Brick, when even if we're doing like house parties or stoop series or town halls, we try to connect with community because we know that lots of different communities and a larger 
brick community exists outside of or larger Brooklyn community exists outside of brick. And so what at least when I program, I know Emily thinks much the same is like there's community here. How can we bridge all these different communities and how can we do that through brick? And I think that's kind of like where we go. Thank you for that. So the Open Festival is this week, April 26th through the 29th. You can find all of the information about it on our website, which is www.brickartsmedia.org. Thank you, Vanity. There are pages for every single day, and then you can keep digging deeper and deeper into the bios for the folks and find out exactly what's going on. Everything is free. I don't know if we really took time to mention that as carefully as we yes, should have, but it is all it is free. all free. Everything is free. People still are sending me emails asking if uh, <laughs> things cost or if they need to pay, and I say, no, friends. Free, 99. Don't worry about it. It's it all is great. open. Open. No borders here, except for, I guess, if we run out of seats, but it's free. <laughs> super free. Super free. Yeah. Oh, I forgot one thing. You can edit this out later if you want. But we also have these incredible walking tours by Kamau Ware of the Black Gotham Experience. And we're doing three of those throughout the festival between Friday and Saturday. So he's just talking about the borders that we carry. Um, and he's mm-hmm. doing that around Fort Greene and really walking through the history of Fort Greene um, and Brick's role and all of this. And so it should be really great. It's booked. Haha. <laughs> you can't. You I was going to say, friends. oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm going to sign up it's for that. It's completely booked, but I thought you all should know anyway. But hey, so. waitlist people. Waitlist. Wait there is a wait list. It can work. It can happen. Totally can. Yeah. Stranger things have happened they than have. people getting in on a wait list. I know that's right. Yeah. And it's going to be beautiful this weekend. Yes. So uh, there's not a better weekend for Spring walking tours. Uh, thank you, Vanity, for being here. So we have this is, it kind of closes out our spring season and maybe intentionally so mm-hmm. is the button at the end of the spring season. So, Elizabeth, what you are deeply involved in the summer planning. What's happening after Brick Open? We can, yeah, we can. I'm looking forward to being able to dive into this further after we announce next week. But we do have Celebrate Brooklyn Festival coming up, um, and we have finalized the lineup for it. And we're Stop it. gearing up for Common, which should Woo! be fun. Uh, it'll also be our gala night. So we'll have like an after party, and that's Tuesday, June 5th. Um, but yeah, so we're just finalizing things, and in exactly a week, we'll be announcing the lineup. One week. We are going to have to get an episode on the calendar yes. to talk about the lineup. Can I give y'all a super secret fun fact that I'm probably not supposed to know, but I'm going to share anyway? Yes, please Okay, do. great. I love secrets. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> so here's a secret that is now out in the world. So I sit next to Leah, who we've had on the podcast before, who is deeply involved in the festival, the summer festival, and we have announced that Common is opening the festival so that is public knowledge and I overheard her talking to his manager about the helicopter and where uh, the helicopter that is carrying common can possibly land and if it can land in the park in Prospect Park or somewhere in Brooklyn instead of in Manhattan because of the drive from Manhattan to Brooklyn there you know he's the manager there working very hard to make sure that he can get here on time common has other commitments it's totally fine that is what it is to be a celebrity you have lots of commitments and so they're working on getting common here in plenty of time and the helicopter is a part of that and I was like wow this is (laughs) a fun conversation and Leah lives a cool life that she's talking to common's manager about the helicopter Wow, so right? What a life. It's getting bigger and bigger with so many more details. <laughs> so many more details. Yeah. Uh, I doubt that a helicopter can land in Prospect Park, though. Yeah. I feel I, like maybe they'll make it happen for Common. They made it happen for Obama. Okay, Common is not Obama, but... 
in my heart. In my heart. It's very special. <laughs> I would vote for Common. Yeah. Uh, so that well, so next week we'll talk more about the rest of the yes. lineup, and hopefully we'll have figured out where Common's helicopter will land by then, and I will keep everyone updated. Please, please send tweets. We need to I know. I will tweet about that. Elizabeth, you usually close us out with the question of the day. What is our question today? Well, I know that you know we're all employees here, mm-hmm. um, and you also are the leading producer for the Stoop series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought we could just, you know, talk about maybe your favorite experience this year um, at Brick or like your favorite Stoop Series event you had. Um, it could be favorite Celebrate moment since that's, you know, getting announced. But just some sort of, you know, memorable experience you've had. And it doesn't have to be a Stoop Series. Yeah, because honestly, like as soon as the last one was over, I forgot what all of them were. <laughs> it's a lot to keep track it of. It is. Yeah. You know, it's like um, some music artists, they only know like 20 of their songs at a time. And like if they're like doing a new concert or tour, they have to like rememorize a set of songs. That's how my life is with these programs. Um, I think probably it's surprising because they're like super stressful. But one of my favorite things that we do here actually are our house parties which are like these family events and um yeah I don't know it's been there it's just you know the kids are real cute and even when they're cutting up and I'm like a little upset that they're touching things that they shouldn't be touching I'm just really happy to see like brick house completely full of people all having a good time because we have music performances they're doing art we have virtual reality it's like all these different things and it's just families and kids getting down having a good time together on a Saturday afternoon and even though I'm usually like freaking out before and completely drained afterwards like those five hours of, of party time at Brick House are like pretty awesome and so I'm <laughs> I get I get a little bit jazzy off that, so they're really yeah, fun. They and you do an fun. incredible job oh, putting them thank together. You. Thanks so much, Mark. What about you, Mark? I'm so sorry. I haven't really even done a good job of of bringing you into the conversation today. No, oh, I'm just listening today. You are yeah. an extraordinary producer, and I want everyone he to is. notice and Mark acknowledge the, the buttons and the knobs <laughs> that he constantly is working with over there. Podcasts are incredible. extraordinary. Podcasts are extraordinary. Thank you. Um, <laughs> besides being an extraordinary podcast producer. What's been some of your brick favorite moments this year? A favorite moment this year? This year, I don't know. I I actually the first thing that came to mind is is not. It was my first year here actually, and it was a house party. I can't remember the name of the party, but it was a hip hop house party. And I think I had only been working here a few months, and I came in. And it's these times in adulthood, especially living in New York, where you are encountering your childhood idols from an adult perspective and it was like who was it It was drez from black sheep special ed it was all these hip-hop guys who when i was like sixth seventh grade i was like these oh my god you know just like (laughs) these guys were 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 gods to me and then i saw him i was like wow he's got some gray hair and he's like 10 feet from me i work here it just it was a very interesting uh I guess realization also not only the place that we work being very interesting, but having access to within this physical space, but also within this city coming like encountering your childhood in a way. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's it's really and I've found that with and I've been lucky enough to participate with some of the planning events with Vanity and and some of our great staff here, even names that pop in is like, oh, I know that name. 
Like I, I, I remember that from high school or, you know, there's, there's a part of that that still there's a childhood um, excitement that comes out. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything related to that that happened this year. But that was the first thing that came to mind. And, um, yeah, if I remember anything, I'll let you know. Thank you. I love yeah. that. Can I have a redo? I'm so sorry. A redo? <laughs> yeah. Well, not a redo. Also, Keon Harold was here for one of our Stoop series, and it was incredible. Like, I was, first of all, we were super lucky to get him, but also, like, his band was so amazing. I had chills the whole night. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. That, that was, was a good one. Really yeah. You can have both. There can be multiple okay. great moments. Those are my moments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Elizabeth? And it's, hmm. I really loved the Jamila. I don't know if anyone else went to it. The Jamila Woods concert. Yeah, it was great. Um, it was cool with it being like the first sold out Brick House show, and I think it sold out in like less than a week. Um, so it props was just to Leah. yeah, yeah props to Leah, to Leah for doing that. that. Yeah, well, that was insane, and just seeing how um, you know excited and happy like Leah was saying, and it's also now one of my favorite moments is when you're just looking out in the crowd and seeing how much everyone is enjoying the show it just makes you know you feel happy that you in some sort of way contributed to their happiness so that concert was really fun thank you for that what about you i think starting this podcast this has been really fun and something that i have really loved to do and being able to sit down and get vanity for example, into a room talking to us about the Open Festival and what she thinks about it and how she's excited. We don't have time to do that throughout the day. We are running around constantly. We check in with each other. We have meetings with a lot of other people, but we're not sitting down like we have just done today and really, really talking about why things are important and why this place is special and why the things we do are special. And I find that with all of the artists that we talk to and even sitting down with Elizabeth and with Mark and just taking that breath and that moment mm -hmm. this podcast has really shown me how important that is. And I really, really get so much satisfaction out of talking to the artists about their art and reminding ourselves why we're doing it, talking to you, Vanity, mm -hmm. and others here at Brick about it. It's been extraordinary. And Mark is an incredible producer and has made us sound great and has worked so hard on this podcast and Elizabeth as well. It's been really fun having this shared thing that we do together, this collective experience. And I know there's a podcast fellowship that is brand new that Mark has started, which mm -hmm. is extraordinary and really fun. And I'm excited to hear what you make with all of these new fellows. So, yeah, I know that sounds maybe coming from the performing arts program department that I should be like, oh, all the performing arts, which they're all wonderful. And of course, I love them. But in terms of something special, it's this with all of you. Oh, so thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, as we close out today, we're going to outro with some music also from the Brick Open Festival. Elizabeth, what are we outroing with? This is, they are also one of the three artists performing on Friday, the 26th, and it's the Shamanas, and they're from Texas, and it's kind of like Latin indie pop. Again, like another super fun, high energy artist. Um, so, yeah, so if you guys can, definitely come out Friday night.
Yes, we'll see you all there at the Open Festival this weekend, Thursday through Sunday, April 26th through the 29th. This has been The Rundown. I am your host, BJ Evans, with my co-host, Elizabeth Krasunas. We're produced by Mark Pagan. We're recorded in the podcast studio at Brick. Special guest today, Vanity G, also of Brick. And music today from Blitz the Ambassador and Chamanas. Thanks for listening. See you soon. seres humanos construyen muros y fronteras lo hicieron en Roma lo hicieron en China lo hacen en Gaza y Berlín pero con el tiempo se van derrumbando